G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barner and Running With Fire. Thanks for joining me again this week. And we're talking this week about priorities in life. Goals, directions, vision. What should you do with your life? There's a thousand things vying for your time, your talents, your energy, your focus, your effort your brain power. So what should you spend your life doing? Well, we're looking at these two words found in Scripture a number of times, one thing. We've already covered the one that Jesus said, the one thing that you need to do from the Mary and Martha story is spend time alone with God on a daily basis. That's the core of your being. Virtually everything else flows from that place. But secondly, let's look at David. He had a one thing. Psalm 27 verse 4, One thing I've desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire at his temple. David was a man after God's own heart. And when he summed up his life, when he simplified it, when he removed the cobwebs just like Jesus did, he said, One thing I ask of the Lord, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of of my life. See, being in God's house, God's presence was a top priority in David's life. Clearly, he loved being in God's house and with God's people. Today, so many things challenge for our time. So many things would draw us away from getting into the house of God and worshiping Him and being with His people. Hebrews, uh, Hebrews encourages this in t- chapter 10, verse 25. Let us not Forsake meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. But let us encourage one another all the more as you see the day approaching. Even Jesus said in Luke 4 verse 16, on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue as was his custom. But over the years I've noticed this as a pastor. It's been sad to see that the enemy has continually sought to hinder people getting to church. And so people now are less and less regular than they used to be. On any given Sunday, we only ever get about 50 to 60% of our people. Two decades ago, 80, 90% of the people would be there. It's no longer the top priority. But David said one thing for him was to be in God's house. And David didn't always assume he would be in God's house. So he prayed that God would help him. You know one of the saddest things that I know? We all know of people who never would have dreamed the day would come that they'd no longer be in God's house. They'd been in the house for maybe 10, 20, 30, 40 years. But suddenly things have happened no longer in God's house. I think that's one of the great tragedies from a pastor's point of view. So why would David make God's house a priority? Well, number one, he loved the house of God. May God give you and me a love for his house. Psalm 84 verse 10, he said, Better is one day in the courts of the Lord than a thousand elsewhere. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. Secondly, 
David loved being with God's people. Not only did he love God's house, he loved God's people. Psalm 122 verse 1. I rejoiced with those who said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. I love that verse. Let us go. Come on together to the house of the Lord where we can worship him and love on his people and love God. Thirdly, I think there's a special presence of God that comes where two or more are gathered in my name. There am I in the midst when we're with God's people, worshiping, singing together, hearing his word together. There comes, you've got to believe, a special presence of God that can touch and change and transform our lives, edify us and build us up. Don't underestimate the power of being in God's house. Then there comes protection. Psalm 27 verse 5, For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle or his house he shall hide me, he shall set me high upon a rock. And then finally, it's a place of God's blessing. Psalm 65 verse 4, Blessed are those you choose to bring near to live in your courts. We are filled with the good things of your house. (laughs) Don't you like that? We're filled with the good things of your house. There is great blessing in God's house. You may not always feel it or sense it or experience it every time you're in the house, but the word of God is true. Just remember as we close, the prodigal son left the father's house in search of better things, later only to realize that the great blessing of God was actually in the house. Please never forsake gathering with God's people in his house hopefully every week, if at all possible. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.